Welcome to Blue Line, the podcast hosted by Blue Line, Canada's only independent national magazine for law enforcement. You've tuned in to hear compelling conversations on hot topics and trends with law enforcement professionals and personalities from across Canada. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Blue Line, the podcast, a podcast created for and aimed at all members of law enforcement. I'm Brittany Schroeder, editor of Blue Line magazine. When it comes to preventing crimes and investigating them, law enforcement teams face tough pressure from the public, media, and politicians. They are expected to react quickly to, respond to, and resolve crimes despite limited budgets and resources. It comes down to giving officers access to solutions, technology game changers, and data gathering strategies that empower them and support every aspect of policing today. Crime prevention is not the only focus here. Officers also need help maximizing convictions and bringing criminals to justice. In today's episode, I'm joined by Sophie LaPlante from Access Communications. Sophie is an expert in surveillance solutions for cities and first responders. We're going to be talking about aspects of city policing that can be strengthened by technology and intelligent analytics. Thanks for joining me today, Sophie. Hello. Thank you for having me today, Brittany. I'm really excited for our talk today. Over the last few years, we have witnessed a radical social climate change. Daily interventions for police officers are becoming more complex and challenging. Can you tell us a bit about um, some of the challenges that are brought to your attention and how these aspects of city and community policing are being strengthened? Yes, challenges, they stem from various levels. For municipality, it can be rooted in, in the lack of funding or working in silos and technology acceptance and complexifying crimes activity. As an expert in the security industry, I feel it's my responsibility to demystify technology resistance and generating awareness of its relevance in today's digital transformation. One of the biggest challenges that we're facing now, everybody talks about it, it's the decrease in resources. Mm -hmm. And for law enforcement, it means fewer streets, fewer feet on the streets, while crime rates, they're growing dramatically. Mm -hmm. And it's resulting in an increasing amount of concerned citizen. The technology, I feel, is an excellent tool to support and ease this challenge. Another challenge also is the public space camera resistance. It's also slowly eroding, luckily, to the fact that there's advance, the advantage are well demonstrated. And the privacy concerns are also assessed by technology, uh, such as a live privacy shield or masking. Right. And another challenge is that Traditionally, police intervention were not supported with video footage for the <laughs> situation. So it returns, it would leave the police officer in a vulnerable situation. And to make the matters worse, not they didn't have video footage to available, but now the video footage that is available is from bystander, bystander with cell phone, and the video is oftentimes without context. So it offers a one-sided evidence, and these video are also nuisance to the investigation and the police representation. It's it really is a burden for the the police to provide a proof. And, and a backup, and it's time-consuming uh, as well as, uh, as resource-consuming. Uh, so today, 
the aspect of policing is being reinforced with active crime prevention. And the key objective behind any smart city and smart policing is the use of technology and data to protect citizens and visitors. So by combining video and audio, we can take crime prevention to a higher level. Sound detection technology can alert uh, a social and unsociable behavior. Integrating loudspeaker to communicate with uh, potential suspect and victim or HD camera verifying situation uh, can help take immediate uh, intervention. Modern cities uh, are ready for emergency situation and natural disaster can occur. And it's vital that you can protect your citizen with informed decision-making and practical guidance. When we think that half the world of the population lives in city today, that could rise to 5 billion people by 2030. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a big growth to manage and city authorities uh, find ways to protect citizens and offer quality of life while using their budget more efficiently. In other words, they need to make uh, more smart. They need the city to be smarter. And using technology, innovative technology, while making city and community safer will definitely make them more attractive and definitely more livable. The interest and presence of real-time intelligence systems in public spaces are increasing. Can you describe what is a real-time intelligence system uh, for our listeners and what are the advantages of those systems to the public and to law enforcement? Absolutely. A real-time intelligence system, or we can call it the RTIC, is a centralized technology utilized by law enforcement and emergency first responders. Okay. The primary purpose of these centers is to give field officer and detective instant information to help identify patterns and stop emerging crime. Oh. So technological advance for our, uh, our TIC seek con uh, to continually improve emergency response time in the form of instant live video, oh. live feed camera, docking, or virtual uh, incident location mapping, and full integration with computer aid dispatch, what they call CID. The creation of such center requires expertise and a video platform that will be capable of synthesizing a vast amount of data and video in a actionable and intelligent to be pushing uh, it, it to the officer as they need it. Mm -hmm. So to that end, um, the city of uh, Rockford in Illinois, um, they have a real-time center, intelligence center, with a wealth of technology tool to gather and assemble, analyze and dispatch critical information to officer in the field in real time and help them investigate and solve crime faster. Oh, cool. Yeah. Operator can pass on intelligent from a variety of source. It could be radio report from officer on patrol or even social media, a license plate database, and many more. So pulling intel leads to quicker arrests. For example, while an operator is looking through license plate database and pulling image of a registered car owner, 
the Rockford operator then looked through Facebook and were able to tie in the rest of the suspect based on that information. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> As mentioned by uh, Jocelyn Adam, who's a crime analyst uh, for the intel unit uh, of the Rockford Police Department, the surveillance system has really helped them quick, uh, get quicker in result for investigation. Another example was a Norman robbery they had uh, in the vehicle description caught on the license plate recognition program. Uh, based on the video intel and other data they gave officer, they were able to arrest a guy within four hours. Uh, wow. that, now, that speaks volume for crime-solving efficiency, doesn't yeah, it? It does. <laughs> yeah, like we say, the quicker you bridge the information gap with the officer on the street, the bigger the payoff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's also the, the city of Calgary that had a, a great vision for all security in one place. Uh, Alex Lee from the Security Advisor Corporate uh, for uh, Security uh, of City of Calgary point out that developing the necessary equipment to collect video data is only half of the solution because mm -hmm. the other half involves the right software to understand that data is also to ensure that it reaches the right people. The City of Calgary Choice of Video open platform serves as the core of their system, allowing the city to tie surveillance technology with multiple data together in a useful way. So for collecting data, there is no better collector than a camera. We can talk about audio detection, gunshot detection, temperature sensors, water level sensor, humidity sensor. It's all good data but nothing compares to information collected by a camera. And you can tie it, all that data together, and now you really have an, ex, an effective and usable system. The use of uh, Real-Time Intelligence Center helps evaluate and respond quickly to the utilization of analytics mm -hmm. and enable the city of Calgary to reduce the susceptibility of human error. Now, it's clear that technology is evolving exponentially, like so quickly. <laughs> what would you say are some of the technology game changers that are empowering law enforcement? And uh, what is like the long-term financial gain? There's two technology that pops to mind is the AI. There's a big word. We talk about it all the time <laughs> and cloud. Um, these are technology game changer for the video surveillance today. So let's start with AI. The advantage of a surveillance camera is a video stream that provides a real-time benefit of a situational awareness, as well as a post-event benefit for forensic details. Okay. It is common knowledge that a surveillance camera system is a useful security device, but historically, the only value it was offering was a video stream. Today, most advanced best-in-breed camera have deep learning artificial intelligence built into them, which essentially make them smarter and able to perform more tasks than just streaming video of a location. Right. So with this intelligence built in the camera, it generates metadata such as classification of object and detail about the environment within the camera field of view. So 
because a number of camera first surpass the number of available human operator, this metadata can provide the benefit of driving the most important video to an operator viewing station. So this is the concept of delivering the right data to the right person at the right time. Right. It also supports post-event forensic, so reviewing process after an event occurs. So this can be done by applying filter uh, to search for a specific label uh, embedded within the metadata. Instead of having to manually watch all the footage, this can significantly reduce the timeline on investigation and certainly report a financial gain, as we know, Time is money. <laughs> True. <laughs> Nobody can deny that the cloud computing has become a universal term. Mm -hmm. In simple terms, the broad definition of cloud computing is running some of all functions of a system on hardware that is situated off-site from a company-owned physical location in which is managed and maintained by a third-party service provider. So while cloud technology are often presented as the ideal solution for an organization needs, for every reason, there is a, there, there's no ideal in every scenario all the time. Right. So cloud is not the answer to all the problem, but... <laughs> As an example of cloud computing application in policing, New Orleans Safe Camp project uh, allows business to share access to their external video camera in the real-time intelligence center. So the city was recommending uh, their private partner to invest in cloud-based video system as it's the most straightforward way to give access to their camera. So cloud has multiple advantages and ease and speed of access to information is one of them. However, <laughs> there's a caveat. Uploading <laughs> entire video feed to the cloud can cause significant bandwidth strain. And the cost of storing such high volume of video can quickly skyrocket. Mm -hmm. So improvement in video compression has helped alleviate the problem to some extent, but the cost is still a problem. So it's like a perfect marriage between cloud and AI by allowing video to be processed on the camera itself, rather than uploading the entire video stream to the to cloud, the deep learning processing unit can dramatically reduce the amount of bandwidth and the storage needed to operate the video analytics. So, Today, camera can identify, classify relevant data and sending that metadata. As an example, whether it's a red car, an Ontario license plate, or a car entering in a parking lot from the West, it can send this to the cloud rather than sending the entire video. So this practice allows to reduce uh, to, to reduce the financial impact and it's still uh, profit from innovative technology. Okay. Now, Sophie, we've heard the word data a lot. So let's talk about data. Um, how are these technologies gathering this intelligent analytics? 
Well, um, I would say that data is the new gold, actually. <laughs> uh, for whether it's for effective video solution uh, and the need to make it complete complicated scene, we want to make them simple to understand and act on. So in practice, that requires gathering huge amount of detail in video and or audio stream from what can potentially include a lot of sources. The more device that there are in the system, the greater the amount of potential detail of interest that there could be. Modern surveillance generate an overwhelming and mostly unused amount of data. Um, this is especially true when recording video uh, in 24-7 operation, which is essential to capturing evidence, incidents, and events. Mm -hmm. It's not only hard to pick out what really matters in the scene, but is also extremely time-consuming making data more identifiable and actionable is a key problem to solve. So applying metadata descriptor to describe key detail in a scene would allow to address those two problems. So the metadata is the foundation of gathering intelligence in the surveillance video and audio stream. So metadata, Metadata provides a fast way to find, evaluate, and act on a singular detail that matters the most through one or hundreds or thousands of videos and audio footage stream. So metadata is now essential part of effective security and business operation. Now, maybe you're gonna ask me, what is metadata? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yes. As Google search reveals, metadata is typically referred as data about other data. Okay. <laughs> but in the context of video surveillance, that would translate about uh, that would translate to data about video data. So the more specifically you need to consider the scene details that matter. These describe the where, the what, and the how about the change to a scene in a video stream. So gathering intelligent analytics means attributes for metadata can describe all sorts of detail about moving, moving object of interest. For example, it can give you the location, the time, the color, size, shape, coordinate, track, volume decibel, speed, voice, duration in the scene, directions of travel. So it gives you a whole lot of information. But a ton. Yes. In addition, more fundamental detail like video stream description, the codec, the timestamp, device identity, and more can be added. So based on AI, machine and deep learning, metadata description can be more or less granular. So what it means in, is that the metadata description can give attributes to a higher level or a deeper level. This allows for classifying a group of pixels as a either a person, an animal, a vehicle, or a predefined object classes. So 
Let's say as an example here, we have a subtype of vehicle. Well, it will classify vehicles, say by car, buses, either it's a bicycle or license plate or models and makes of cars. Uh, if we're looking for color, it will find either red, yellow, blue, and green, etc. Okay. Or it could be by movement. So it would be a type of movement, movement, walking, running, ramping, or the speed, um, speed of cars and things like this, or location coordinate. This could be very important when you have a mapping system. So metadata not only provides detail about people, object, and event in the scene, but it also allows a large amount of video and recorded footage to be quickly grouped, sorted, and then search, recovered, and used. So as a result, metadata allow new use case, for example, performing a post-event search. You are looking for a person with red clothing in a scene or um, an automation, uh, let's say you put in automation rules. So every time there's a car that presents to a barrier that has a specific plate number, well, the barrier would open. Or performing a statistic analysis, so counts how many cars are moving in a specific direction on the road. So video data had immense value to video management system. Oh, definitely. The amount of information that you can get, that's incredible. It is. <laughs> so now speaking of analytics and all of the analytics that are being gathered, how are these supporting officers on the job? Well, um, analytics will promote instant action to protect people and property while making the right decision about your operation. Okay. So it gives you an easy access to an actionable insight based on video, audio, or other data. Then analytic is like finding a needle in a haystack. So it can deter and detect and extract object within a frame of video, along with information about the type, attribute, and behavior of those objects. Okay. So Operators are finding it instrumental when trying to track specific individual vehicle or animal. It's a quick search through hours of video to locate and isolate something or someone of interest by size or color or speed or direction. So they can even map a car or person dwell, or a person's dwell time at a particular location. So... You can take 10 hours of video in a, say, a busy festival in, in a park and find all the people wearing, say, a certain color shirt. You can isolate them out and track them in seconds. Wow. Yes. Uh, as an example, uh, a call came into the city of Hartford Police, a real-time intelligence center in Connecticut, about a pickpocket that was wearing a green shirt. So the team used the analytic to locate all the green shirts in the live video streaming from the scenes. In seconds, they were able to isolate, follow the perpetrator, and convey her location and dispatch the police officer to quickly apprehend her. That's so cool. Yes, we're diminishing the intervention time by a lot. And 
Operator can use a similar technique to screen video from uh, another example was a city bus camera and uh, made two separate homicides arrests based on that. So in one case, they got the license plate of the getaway car, something they couldn't have before. Mm -hmm. uh, it, because of the camera, we're solving a whole lot of things now. And 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 in this other case, the location of the suspect, because he jumped off, off the bus, they were able to scrub the video and find out where he was dropped off and send officer to pick him up. Wow. So, yeah. Um, other example are like drug drug busts. Sometimes knowing the drug dealer are uh, in the neighborhood is it, it's not sufficient to make an arrest, but you must you have to catch them in the act. So the city of Hartford Union see the situation as a perfect opportunity to showcase what analytics can do to help police make a bust. So they use a specific analytics to help them see patterns and, and the software used the combination of heat mapping and dwell time analysis to show them where the dealers hang out most often and where they were most active. So what the analysis revealed is in one investigation was that the dealer was facing the corner. And as he was making sales, he was pulling his drug from three separate stashes along his path. One was a tire, a hole in the wall, and behind a brick. But with the technology pointing the way to the evidence, the officer were able to make a bust but also to record the video and help make the drug charge stick to him. That's incredible. So having an integrated smart city solution will not replace the cops on the street, but it will make them equipped with real-time intelligence and making more efficient and effective. Definitely. Now, speaking of cameras, recently, Alberta was the very first province to announce a mandatory body-worn camera for all police officers in the province. What brought this tendency, and do you foresee this becoming a norm spreading into the other provinces and cities? Uh, this was announced uh, just uh, last month, and uh, it will yeah, be mandatory for all police officers to wear body one in Alberta. Uh, Michael Ellis, the Minister of Public Safety and Emergency Service, said that the camera will increase the public trust in policing and help police review the interaction. So body-worn solution document event and capture valuable evidence. They're actually just mobile camera, just part of the big system. And they're also effective to deter bad behavior as well as positively influence the action of cameras wearer in the public alike. So body-worn camera is just an extra layer of safety for the officer as well as extra intelligence gathering data. Another data, <laughs> more data. Most of brief wearable camera will allow these to be integrated to video platform of the real-time intelligence center, which will allowing them to visualize the officer position and is live streaming. So they will be able to assist them in real time with other connected camera. 
the video can be stored in the cloud or on site. Either way, it will help to do a better than ever job of deterring and protecting and gathering documentation and forensic evidence. The recording is with audio and video can be used in internal investigation and in court. Okay. So additionally, yes, it will be used for backup evidence in defending citizen complaint. Remember the challenge that a lot of uh, uh, police force are encountering is the citizen complaint and it will be able to resolve them rapidly having a backup uh, proof uh, that is a visual confirmation. Yeah. So that will be a lot different than a video uh, taken from bystander and out of contact. So footage from the body worn is, is a useful tool also for a student and how to respond to situation uh, they will be likely to encounter. For example, uh, you can analyze footage of an incident or use a portion of an encounter and as the basis for testing how student would respond to similar sets of circumstances before revealing the real outcome. So wearable, as we know, are adding extra layer of safety. They're providing helpful evidence for complaint, assisting officer in difficult situation, and is simply a necessary tool contributing to the digital transformation. We will see a growth in adoption of body-worn camera for city across Canada as they become essential to law enforcement. Sophie, what would be your final thoughts on investing in real-time intelligence systems? Oh, real-time intelligence system is the answer to modern-day policing. Using technology can offer mitigating workforce shortage, uh, and it provides an intelligent and collaborative tool for the officer while offering quicker and tactical response to an incident. Investing in a real-time intelligence uh, center is a sizable financial risk. However, the status quo is a much larger risk. This center can be conceived with sustainability in mind. Long-term vision for this type of investment is crucial and should consider interoperability for the future. It's essential to provide opportunity to show how solution originally intended for a specific purpose can be now deployed to address new challenges in the future. Having a long-term sustainable vision is possible thanks to the best-in-breed open platform solution. Sophie, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and for sharing with not only our listeners, but also me, some of the details on new technologies and data and intelligence systems that can really help our law enforcement members as they serve our communities. Thank you so much, Brittany. For everyone who tuned in, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Blue Line, the podcast. You can check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also stay up to date on all of your Canadian policing news at blueline.ca. Until next time, stay safe and be well. Thank you for joining Blue Line, the podcast hosted by Blue Line, Canada's only independent national magazine for law enforcement. 